Hi, everyone. We want to hear from you. This podcast is all about us right now, but we want to bring you, the listener, into it more. Uh, so we'd love to hear from you any friendship-related stories that you have. It can be a really great meet-cute, a moment that a friend really stuck their neck out for you that you'll never forget, a crazy story of a night out, anything like that. We want to bring that into the podcast. You can write to us, thenoshpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a DM at the Nosh Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, whatever works for you. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and we'll read it on an upcoming episode. You can always count on me and I can count on you. Good times, bad times in between. But friends will see me through. Say hello to your friends. The Nosh Podcast. Say hello to the people who care. Nothing's better than friends. The Nosh Podcast. Because you know that your friends are always there. Welcome back to the Nosh Podcast presents Let's Be Friends. I'm Sarah. I'm Natasha. And I'm Chelsea. And I've been watching Vanderpump Rules all day. I thought my mind is pretty mushy. Wait, Wait, have we told our audience yet how Vanderpump Rules is our our life? It's not my life. No. (laughs) Yes, it is, Natasha. It's not my life. It will be because they're going to go to the West Side Comedy Theater at some point. At the end of season eight, they go to the West Side Comedy Theater. So they've already been throughout the the series they've been to sarah's stepmom's sweat shop what? Sweat lounge. <laughs> sweat lounge. Yeah. where she has children make clothes <laughs> shape house an urban sweat lodge okay so they went there then they also went to the witch which we talked about the witch who came to my house episode. to do a love spell in 2016 which we did not follow up on but we'll tell that story someday she so also went there the show where else where else did they go do you remember Westside Comedy Theater? Westside Comedy Theater. Didn't no, they, they went to like five other places, like a yoga they, place or a Reiki. Oh, place they saw like a Reiki healer that I've been to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could have sworn you finished Vanderpump Rules, though. I did, but then Chelsea let me know that they have a secret eighth season, and she gave me her password on Hulu so I can watch it. Oh, that's okay. friendship, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it a secret to everyone or it was just a secret to you I don't know it wasn't showing up on my Hulu so I guess you have to have like special Hulu oh is it current is it just coming out now uh it came out last year I think it's the oh, last wow. season or the last season all right well out. I'm really happy for you Sarah I thought it was over and thank you we wouldn't have to talk about it anymore but we do <laughs> <laughs> well you don't want to hear about my friend Stassi um <laughs> Is she the one that got booted from the show because she's racist? Stassi and Kristen, yep. All right, there we go. I know a lot. I, I'm pretty with it. <laughs> well, how are you guys? What's up? Great. I just had an entire frozen pizza and <laughs> regretted it the entire time and loved it the entire time and now hate myself, but can't do anything about it because we're recording a podcast. <laughs> so complex. <laughs> what would you do about it if we weren't recording a podcast? Yeah. Are you uh, no I wouldn't necessarily like puke it up or anything but I might like go for a run or do a workout or like do something to like at least in my brain like erase it but uh, I can't just like bang your head against the wall and like forget (laughs) yeah maybe (laughs) okay (laughs) Natasha you told us that you were saving a special story for us yeah I regret I really regret saying that um but I'll (laughs) 
like it's not a that's special of a story, okay. but it was it was funny in the moment. So yesterday I went to get I ordered a pint of ice cream on Postmates to pick up at Van Leeuwen ice cream shop in Culver City, or so I thought. We went I went there with Ben. And I walked in, I was like, hey, I'm here to pick up my Postmates order. And he was like, what's your name? And I was like, Post, I, I didn't really hear him. So I was like, Postmates. And he was like, what's your name? And he gave me this look like, come on. You're like, my name is Postmates. Get over <laughs> it, dude. So I said, oh, Natasha. And he looked it up and he was like, we don't have any orders for Natasha. And I was like, what? And it turned out I had ordered it from their truck that was on Abbott Kinney. And I was like, "Uh, no, I don't want to. Okay, I guess we'll go to Abbott Kinney. And uh, the lovely person that was working there, she's like, oh, I can like text the guy and then give you a pint here. I was like, oh, that is so nice. Thank you so much. So she got the everything in order. And they have these cookies that are on the counter and they're vegan chocolate chip cookies. And every time we go, Ben is like, are those like, what, what's up with those? Even though every time we go, I'm like, they're vegan. And he's like, ah, but I I was trying to like cut him off at the pass before having an actual conversation with the girl. So I was like, yeah, they're, they're vegan. But he was like, are these vegan or, and I was like different. Cause I knew he would say like, or something gross like that. (laughs) Um, and she was like, yeah, yeah, they're stupid. And (laughs) And he like, it was this beautiful moment where I knew that she was the kind of person that used stupid in like a good positive way. <laughs> like but Ben good. Did, yeah, but Ben did not. So he was about to like double down and be like, yeah, they are like, I, I veganism sucks. But then right away, she was like, they're stupid. So good. Like, so good. <laughs> And it was just really funny. And we laughed really hard when we left the store. He was just like, yes, very good. I love vegan. They're so good. Did he get one? No, he didn't get one because he's had one before and he didn't like it. So So he keeps hoping that they're different. No, he just doesn't like save the memory in his brain because he doesn't want to, I think. (laughs) He wants them to be something they're not. So he just like wipes his brain every time but now I don't think sounds like my dating life hell yeah woo (laughs) got him got yourself got yourself yourself. okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah that's my story (laughs) really glad I saved these are really good stories this week you guys The best thing about this is that our guests have been super engaged the entire time we've told (laughs) told these stories. So I know that our listeners will be. Yeah, just like on their phones, you know, stepping away. I feel like I'm pretty sure they're talking to each other (laughs) because they'll both look down and then they'll start laughing. That did not occur to me. I was like, wow, they both have so many other friends. That's so cool. No. No. no, they just have such a special friendship with each other. So, uh, so who so are let's these? Bring people? them on. <laughs> well, Sarah, are you going to introduce? Oh, them? sorry, it sounded like Chelsea was going to introduce them. No. <laughs> yes, please come on. Well, it's Chris well, and well, Chris. Our very first men on the podcast, and our very first friend couple on the podcast. <laughs> so it's very special. Yeah. We're all very nervous. We're very excited. <laughs> The Chris's make us nervous. Like, we're so that's happy. just, it's just 
individually, they make us nervous. Together, they make us super nervous. Why does Chris Alvarado make you nervous? And I know we're talking before an introduction, but why does Chris Alvarado make you nervous? I don't, I don't know. He's just an, I mean, he's just an intimidating force. He's so centered that it's like, what's this guy all about? It's like, wow, he's <laughs> listening to every single word I say. What if he's going to like turn it into an improv scene? He is such a good listener. <laughs> so welcome, Chris and Chris. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having us. Together, you are nice, Chris. <laughs> we are nice, Chris. Together. That is, that is the name of our improv duo, Nice Chris. Duo. Uh, so I know why, I think I know why I, I, may, I make you guys nervous. It's because... <laughs> Uh, I have a reputation for being an asshole of your generation at the West Side. Younger generations, when I tell them that I'm not nice, Chris, they're amazed <laughs> and they're shocked. Or they're that makes that makes a lot of sense now that I think about Wait, it. Wait, why does that make sense? But can we say for our listeners that Chris Gorbos is one of the owners of the West Side Comedy Theater, where we all met? where yep. we were born and raised, uh, mm -hmm. where we miss and love every day. So yeah, okay. a lot of us know him, yeah, from from that, because we all interned there, as you remember, for our origin story. And then Alvarado was a bartender and teacher there. Is, we can say is, uh, is. even though it's even though it's temporarily sure. hibernating. Um, yeah. So they are, they are many thing, but things, but that's kind of how we know them. And yeah, we did kind of want to say, like, what were our first impressions of each other? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> of, of all of us or my first impression of Chris? Well, we want to know your guys' first impressions of each other, obviously, and the origins of your friendship. But we also thought we would start by talking about how we all know each other, which Chelsea oh, just cool. sort of introed. Um, cool. really but nice. yeah, so we don't necessarily have to think too hard on it. Or I thought Gorbos was memory. hot before I met him. <laughs> <laughs> Those Polish Before I started interning at the Westside Comedy Theater, I would go, I was in classes and I would go and watch shows and I'd be like, who is that guy that is hot? Yeah, that, that is hot. He was like Thank my you. improv crush. That's very sweet of you. And then he crushed you. me as an intern. <laughs> well, you know, never meet your heroes? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I no, I mean, but like we talk All about right. this sometimes. Gorbos and I are both from the East Coast. Gorbos yep. and I are both Irish Catholic and Polish. Yep. And Gorbos has a very specific energy that I'm very familiar with that he reminds me of my aunts. <laughs> like every like every guy trying to make it in Hollywood wants to do, remind you of your old aunt from the East Coast. They're not that old. My dad is really young and his sisters were younger than him. So they're like my young my oldest aunt is like in her fifties or something now. So growing right, up feel better. they were young. They were like in their twenties and early thirties. And they oh. like helped raise me and they were very like they, Did they, you find them sexy too? Were you attractive to them as well? I didn't find them sexy. They were like really tough love on me. Like they'd be like, they wouldn't like swear, but they'd be like, who left this thing open? Who did this? Like, you know, they would constantly sort of always yell at me. That sounds <laughs> cool. like Chris. Yeah, uh, like but, all, but just like, you know, make sure that like I was putting stuff away and that I wasn't leaving a mess. And uh, I don't know, Gorbos just reminded me of that kind of energy. So even though I felt like in the definitely in the old days you were 
harsh, but it all came from a place of love, not a place of love for us necessarily, but a place of love for the theater. (laughs) For sure, exactly, exactly. (laughs) There's like a lot of victim talk happening and that's real fun. No, 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 I just mean like, I I don't, I mean, I don't fault you for being like, sort of like gruff and No, listen, I totally acknowledge that I was an asshole when I first started managing people at the West Side. And part of that was that I'd never managed anything. And the other part of that was that like, we had this liquor license that was new and I'd never worked in a restaurant or a bar until then. And so- I firmly, like, I agree. And and several different therapists agree with you that I was not the best person to be around in a work environment. Uh, but we're always trying to get better every but day. But I, I always said, so when people would say, like, is it true that you're, like, oh, like, you're the nice Chris, oh, and he's asshole Chris. By the way, this is Chris Alvarado speaking to all the listeners in case they, you know, they don't know. <laughs> they know your voice. Chris. They don't know. <laughs> um, uh, and I always said, yeah, but it's easy for me to be nice because I'm not running the show. So I don't have to think about all the things. And so I'm just having a good time and seeing my friends. And Chris actually has to think about the dollars, cents, hours, safety, everything. So it was, it's easier for me to be nice. Yeah, Totally. I don't fault you for it at all, truly. I mean, I just see it as like, you know, we, we were all just a bunch of kids trying to like yeah. run a place that like was your livelihood and that you built. <laughs> I feel like well, I got my like... Livelihood, less my livelihood and more my responsibility if yeah. something goes wrong or if somebody's... Anyway, but, uh, but, but trying to improve always, you know? I feel like I got a good brunt of that when I first started because I first started as... Jesus Christ. Well, I first started as a door person, which I feel like was your sort of direct line. Of yeah, who, yeah, you yeah. Would, who you would get yeah. mad at so it's very strict uh well, yeah. that was where all of the problems with the potential problems with alcohol yeah. and serving yeah. people would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it was so. very a very scary job i was very happy to become night manager and not have to have yeah. that direct responsibility after a while but yeah but, but i think great. you're very you nice now so thanks. Wait, thanks, you think thanks. we were great, really? Did you really? I thought you were great then. I just didn't know how to manage people, and that was on me. And I, I, like, I've literally gone through both therapy and you know stuff about about things like this. So, like, I wow. really appreciate, um, I really appreciate you all still being my friend, <laughs> even <laughs> oh. though I was an Thank asshole. Thank you for, for saying that we're your friends. Time. Thank you for saying that we're your friends. Exactly. Yeah. Did you okay, hear that? Cool. Corbus yeah, I mean, I friend. said it for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Chris Alvarado, I feel like you were the first, like we would come on Thursdays because that's when like the grind was, which was the owners of the theater and you were bartending. And so I feel like you were like that, the person that we would always see. And you were mm-hmm. kind of like the, I don't know, like the, the root and the star of the, <laughs> of the night. Root. I feel like you would like open the door and come in and see Alvarado and be like, super bright eye like he'd always be so happy to see you and so handsome so So nice so welcoming I I never like I mean don't take this the wrong way Alvarado but I never like had the hots for you the way like a lot of people did (laughs) but it doesn't mean that you're Gorbos is more my style if you're either an Alvarado's or a Gorbos person, okay. Alvarado or a Gorbos person. You don't have to choose. Um, but Sorry, Chris. Some people want diamonds and some people want No, but I, I, I appreciated that. Piston's moving. <laughs> like, no, I mean, the thing is, like, you are obviously very handsome, but I didn't feel like that was our relationship. You know what I mean? Very, yeah. Our, very our, handsome. our friendship was not, like, at all, like, at all sexual. <laughs> Which Jesus. I appreciated. All right, God, I, mean, I get really, it. No, I meant the- our friendship was not that <laughs> However, like, like I mean, in a positive way. Like I have always, I always so the- felt 
safe with you. It's really sweet. It's really sweet that you were like, Chris, you're incredibly handsome. Just not the type of look that I look for. Like, <laughs> I, I don't like handsome guys. Uh, you guys didn't know you were auditioning for this role, but we're rejecting you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it it was good to have an incredibly handsome guy who was just nice and wasn't like you. Like obviously, you were just working and doing your job. Like there's nothing else going on there. But it was like. I always felt safe with you. And I think it's so meaningful to have someone like when you're just coming to a theater to be like so welcoming and so inviting because it can be in like a really intimidating place. I never had done improv. So I was always crazy about about you guys and still am. But I mean, like I was I, 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 I was always genuinely excited to see all three of you. I mean, genuinely. And, 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 And Natasha, I think about your lip sync battle show i don't know let's have a kiki yes really like once a month a month yeah it (laughs) made 12 times a year natasha wow it made it made a real impression on me i just love that and i and and also for all of you i feel like i was i always championed you i always want i was rooting for you i wanted you guys to do great um thank you that's so nice and we felt that. <laughs> um, I think yeah. also partially because I was working, I was bartending a lot there for a while. So I would see you all grow as performers, as people. I mean, in relationships, out of relationships, we we spend a lot of time together in that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as a bartender, like you spend time, like we would spend time talking to you about our lives. For sure. And we'd hear about your life. And mm-hmm. yeah, felt like a friendship. Yeah. Um, and then you were our teacher. Did everyone have Alvarado as a teacher? Yeah. Yeah, yes. best improv coach, an amazing teacher in the world. That's I mean, I that's said. on your website. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I say. Yeah. That's what he told me. That's what I tell people. <laughs> that's what. That's what he told me. <laughs> no, I mean Alvarado has a very specific personal style, which is all about owning and loving your personal style. <laughs> yeah, almost like you're gonna do you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Ooh. hashtag yeah. do you. <laughs> TM. Yeah. The name of his um, workshop that you should all take if you're listening to this. Thank oh, you. Yeah. And Chris yeah. Corbos never once taught me improv. Sorry, <laughs> right, guys. You missed it. Not a single thing. <laughs> but you guys are both great improvisers, and together you have an amazing show, which we hope to see again very soon. Yeah. So let's get into your your friendship and how it developed. How did you how did you guys meet? What was what's your origin story? I don't remember meeting Chris. I'm sure we knew each other at <laughs> iOS. Yeah, I it was a girl that was on a sketch team with you. Yeah. Did you think and he was handsome or? I, I mean, Chris gets this a lot and it's, I think, kind of earned just kind of like because of his swagger, <laughs> which is like, I did not like Chris for, I think, probably like two or three years. Oh, a lot nice. of my, uh, yeah, a lot of my current best friends, like people who are close to me have said what he just said. <laughs> wow. So what, what did you think of him? You thought he was like arrogant or something? No, I just thought, he, I mean, I don't know if arrogance is the right word. I think that he just kind of like brought this like, uh, and I'm going to say this, Chris, and I, I don't want you to take offense to it, but like having not seen you do anything like an unearned machismo to a room where I was like, oh, I've been around guys like these before and I don't like guys like these. And so I'm going to actively kind of put that energy into the room that you're in. And um, and yeah, but, you know, I and I don't think that changed until you started coming over to the west side more because i don't i don't think that we ever really connected at io i can't even remember honestly that's not true we had to have 
But I, well, I don't remember meeting you, and I don't remember, like, our first... I, I don't know, like, what the jump-off point was of this. Because you guys were both on house teams at I.O. Yes. Yeah. But not yeah. on the same night, maybe. Yeah, no, we were on the same night we were for, on the same for, like, night. several years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember the meeting either, but like he said, he was dating a girl that I was on a team with. So for a while he was her boyfriend like oh that's that's her boyfriend and then um but then like i he started doing more shows and then like yeah i knew his name but we were never close but something must have happened because chris posted maybe on facebook or something like hey i'm looking for bar i need friends oh right oh sorry yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) different and and i remember i'll never forget this because we weren't that close yet but i was like Hey man, uh, I, I might be interested in that bartending job. And then he's like, "Cool, just shoot me a resume and uh, and and we'll see what's up." And then I went, "Well, I mean, I don't need to actually give you a resume, do I? Like, <laughs> just give me the job." And he was like, "Oh, see, like, <laughs> Chris, I'm paraphrasing, but you said something to the effect of like, if you can't bother to send a resume, that's kind of like lets me know what type of employee you may or may not be. Do you remember something like that, Chris? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you exactly what it was. So first of all, there's a soft philosophy, which is if you give someone a job, you quickly find out why they couldn't get one before. <laughs> and so like whenever I hire anyone for like a paid position, whether it's artistic director or like uh, operations manager or a bartender or a teacher, I or when somebody else hired, if like Carla were to hire a teacher, we'd be like, hey, I always give like a three-step process where it's like, hey, I need you to send me this, this, and this, and then just like, you know, in your, in the body of the email, include like a phone number so I can reach out to you. And if they fuck up any one of those, then like they're automatically out of contention because yeah. like if they fuck up something so simple and basic, it's like the green M&Ms theory of like when Van Halen would tour where they were like, we, have, we want no green M&Ms. Where like, you know, and if there were green M&Ms in the uh, like dressing room, they know that if they fuck that up, they probably fucked up like hanging up the speaker and it's gonna fall and kill somebody. Mm-hmm. So I always did that. And Chris, like Chris reached out and he was like, hey man, uh, I don't need to like send a resume, do I? And I was like, no, 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 yeah, you do. You absolutely do. <laughs> so, yeah. I have a, like, I mean, is it part, did you not have a resume? Is that a stupid question? Like just being like an actor and stuff, did you not I have certainly, like a I mean, I certainly resume? didn't. I certainly didn't have like a real, real world job resume on hand i put one together for him though the best i could and some, yeah. some of my ser- my serving experience and stuff i did in college and whatnot but yeah i've never ha- really had a real job you know <laughs> i've also been very hold on i've also been very poor my whole life so don't yeah, well, don't true. yeah let's not get that twisted <laughs> but i will say um, but once I, we get, please go ahead chris you go oh i was gonna say i think the reason why we became friends is because we had a couple mutual friends and i think i like I think we have a mutual friend named Dustin Sterling, who's a great guy. But I think at one point, Dustin and I were like hanging out and hanging out more. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know Chris. He's great. And I was like, I think that guy's a fucking asshole. And I think he was like, no, 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 no. He's a good dude. You just need to like get to know him. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I think, I think like that kind of like social circle of iOS, when it was still open, was like a thing where like I, you, Chris had enough character witnesses that it like let me get over my initial impression of him. And so when did you start improvising together? I don't even remember. I don't remember that either. But that was also, way later. Was it like from one of the competitions, maybe like a two prov? Like I think it was like a a cage match or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we I were like, "This that. is fun." Maybe. Yeah. No, that's I it. That, I also think that Chris and I kind of have like a, you know, like 
the way that we talk off stage is the way that we talk on like on stage and so like I just think that we in the process of him bartending and just kind of like bullshitting with him when I would come in when he was working and you know I, I always try and do like spot checks and you know just from that I feel like we kind of like got along really well and because I think that he bartended Thursdays a lot because at the time he was like probably the like one of the better staff like staff members that we had like I put him on Thursdays because that was the busy night when we first opened and it was also the night where I could be there to help as well and so I think through that whole process we just kind of got to know each other better and when you did start kind of like hanging out did did you hang out like outside of comedy or was it just only at parties or like how did those two worlds kind of merge or not merge we hung out a little at uh, through IO stuff, right, Chris? Yeah, a little bit there. As a matter of fact, something just hit me. We hung out one time very early on when we first met each other. And you and I didn't even know each other, really. But we went for a run together around the Silver Lake Reservoir. Oh, really? Yeah, like you, somehow we had like in conversation, talked about like, oh, I've been running, I've been running. And we were like, are we going to do this? And we like, we made a date of it and we went, oh yeah, went for a run. That was a one and done thing though. It was like the whole that life challenge. That must have been like 2012. Oh, maybe. Was the whole was life challenge whole part life of it? Oh, before it. Um, way before. This is yeah, like 2011 way. or 2012. Yeah. Can I ask a question just about like, sure. do, do you guys often like exercise together as like friend dates? Dude, every fucking day we exercise together. Well, that's We're the thing. The now ocean. you go surfing together. Well, right? the thought—I'm just thinking, like the thought of for—I would never like make plans with like a girl I didn't know to like go for a run. Never, 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 never. I yeah. like it, <laughs> can't even speak. I can't even speak when I'm running. Like I'm just. I took running. a boxing class together too. Like we've done yeah. some exercising together. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Is that like yeah. a co- it's usually like, me asking Chris to go and do it? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is that like a sure. you guys thing or is that like a guy thing? I don't know. Do know? I don't know. <laughs> Can I you think, speak for all men, please? Yeah. I think everything that I do is a guy thing, so I guess both. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but we started getting closer for sure at right at the West Side when I'm working there, and then something happened. Like it was an actual click. I mean, also like as I'm now, well, I'm I'm sober, right? I don't I don't drink uh, or do drugs or anything. It's been almost almost four years, but mm-hmm. for a while I was drinking a lot. And so we'd have great times, not only drinking, Dude, that but that great. was, but that was part of it. You know, we'd, and especially on like big party nights or something and yeah. everyone's going home and we still have to clean for a long time. We just get shit hammered. But we'd talk and laugh yeah, and yeah, really, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. and uh, started getting like talking about more personal things. And I've been through, you know, a divorce and the different datings in there. And he was around for all that. So it was, we started to click like on a deeper level. I do sort remember like, when you were drinking. Sorry, Sorry, I can remember when you were drinking. We went to some like party at a theater, like nor- like north of I O West, that was like some kind of industry thing. And you were still drinking, and we got very very drunk. And uh, I think that was the last time that we got like a world class drunk on together. But I'm glad that you're sober and healthy and happy now, buddy. Thanks, man. Can we actually talk about that for a second? Like the sure. role that alcohol plays in like forming friendships versus being sober because I know like I went through like in college and stuff you know I was drinking a lot and made a lot of friends that way or I mean I'm sure we would have been friends either way but it definitely like lets some 
guard down. And sometimes it is a lot harder to get close to people without that. And what's your guys' experience, like anyone on here? Especially Chris, I guess, Alvarado, since you have had both. I'll, I'll, I'll be quick about it, but just, I certainly don't, I, I mean, I know the world is different right now, but even pre-pandemic, I didn't, I didn't go out and I didn't have like, it's weird to say I didn't have friends because I know they're, these are my, these are people that love me, but I didn't see them anymore. That's for sure. Including the one mutual friend Chris was talking about before, my buddy Dustin, we were, I mean, I'd love to drink and I was great at it, you know? And, you are uh, awesome. Man. Thanks, man. And really, I, and actually, even, even in this pandemic, uh, uh, I mean, we have to keep space, but the reason why Chris, are, Chris and I are hanging out is because we have a daytime activity to do together, which is surfing. Mm-hmm. But like, otherwise, it it does shut shut off, shut that, I can't, you know what I'm trying to say. Do you yeah. think you have to be maybe like more creative? Like instead of like, hey, let's just go to a bar. Like, hey, let's just. No, I just think you need a consistent activity that you can do that you both enjoy while you can talk. And for us before it was drinking. And now it's like, it's like a a two hour date, like four days a week where we go surfing. Mm -hmm. And there's like, you know, we're actively paying attention to two things at once. It's like when people are like, oh, what's a great first date? Well, a great first date is where you can go someplace where you can you know, do something while doing something. So you're like, you're like, oh, we're at an art museum and we're looking at art and talking about art, but we're also kind of like talking about each other. And Hell so yeah. like, I think that like, before it was kind of like the drinking and carousing while talking to each other. And now it's kind of like, I mean, I did the math on it like a month ago. So this is now like a month later. I think Chris and I have spent five full calendar days in the ocean together in 2020. Like, so like whatever that is, five times 24, which is like some, a 121 maybe. Uh, some like, number. Or, it's yeah. not that. But like, so we spent that much time just like sitting in the ocean together, like, you know, talking and then trying to surf and then talking. And it's just easier when you have an activity. I like that you calculated just for maybe no reason, the amount of time that you guys have spent together in the ocean. It's about tracking progress, Sarah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like a, so you're like tracking a, the progression of your friendship? <laughs> friendship and our skills at surfing. Both are getting better. But do you think like the actual act of like being drunk plays a role also? Or do you think it's just the fact of having an activity? Like does it increase like your vulnerability or like your yeah, openness? Yeah, I think the drinking drops inhibitions. I also think like fucking getting barreled does too, dog. <laughs> Is that a surfing uh, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the drinking does drop the inhibitions, but there comes a time where it's actually not as meaningful as we think. Because when I got sober, everybody else was still what? drinking, and, and, <laughs> and I was bartending, and I, and, I, and I realized that now I'm sober, and these people are drinking. I'm serving them. Some of my friends and closer friends at the theater, they would start having these heart to hearts with me every night as I'm closing. And I was thinking, oh, when I was drunk with them, this felt particularly important. Now that I'm sober, I'm realizing like, not that it's, not that I don't care what they're saying or care about them, but like, it's every time. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and also privately, like the heart to hearts are the same each time you have it with the person, with, That's with like the same person where you're like, yeah, man. We talked about this last <laughs> night. <Story> before. <laughs> That's right. Aw, so funny. Yeah, I feel like for me, being at the theater 
often meant, are you drinking? Because it's a business and like, we're, we're friends. We want to hang out and see people. But after a certain amount of time, if you're not drinking or having like chip bag after Reese's after Snickers bar, then you're like, damn, I missed that. (laughs) Then you're like, okay, I probably shouldn't be here anymore unless I'm maybe out in the alley smoking a cigarette. Okay. I don't smoke cigarettes. Now I'm just standing in this cold alley. I'm sober. Everyone is warm and drunk and I'm not smoking and I'm just standing here and I should probably just go home. So I feel like in the beginning of like my time, you know, meeting Sarah, going to the theater, um, I didn't like, I didn't like get plastered I've never been that kind of person but I would like have a beer have another beer and then um, probably call it a night after that and then at a certain point I was like you know I probably around the whole life challenge I was like is this beer even worth it to me <laughs> it's like money I'm spending it's calories I'm intaking like and if I stopped if I didn't have this drink right now I'd probably feel better tomorrow um, or later tonight when I'm trying to go to sleep So I was not really investing as much time there. And it, I wouldn't say like it's hindered my friendships. I feel like by then I had already made the friends I wanted to make. And there were even like new people coming in all the time. And I probably was less open to like forming connections with those new people because I wasn't like, hey, yeah, I'll have like a, an angry orchard uh, or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I I think that like, I would never I would never want anyone to feel like they have to drink to hang at the West side. I would, I would hope that they would, but I'm not expecting it. (laughs) But I I think that like, that's kind of been, and I think the three of you being together is kind of an example of that. Um, Our goal and the economic model and how we set up the theater was to get people to form friendships and relationships and, you know, get to know each other. And that's why we don't do things like drink minimums. And that's why we invite you to stay for the next show. And that's why, you know, if people want to hang out afterwards, we're not like, Hey, we're not making money anymore. Get the fuck out. Like, we'll, we'll you know what I mean? Like we do, we, that, that was like a conscious choice on our part to kind of like facilitate community growth in a way. So I'm, I'm, I, I hope that people in the future, who knows what the future will look like at the West side, but I, I hope that people don't feel that they need to drink to hang out and form those relationships. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but most, I mean, I can only think of maybe one or two friends of mine that don't come from the West side comedy theater. Like all of my really close friends are from the West side. And I even had a moment in, um, COVID. I was kind of like, what if I lose a bunch of friends? Cause we're like not seeing each other every night at the theater. We're not performing together or whatever. And now we just like go and sit in parks <laughs> or like yeah. go to the beach. Like the friendships, the foundation is very much there. Mm-hmm. Even like the desire to be creative. It's like, we still talk about like other creative projects or like we try to do Zoom prop shows or whatever. Like that community is so strong and the bonds that like we create there are really so powerful and deep that like they really do endure. Oh, um, yeah. That's true. And just in case our listeners are wondering, we keep talking about the whole life challenge and that's like a six week challenge where you like don't eat anything bad for you and you exercise every day. And we did it, a bunch of us did it together at the theater, which was, that was 30 to 50 people doing it at a time. That was amazing, actually. Like I thought that was super significant because especially the first time we did it, because 
a lot of us were just always drinking together and always, you know, kind of staying up late and maybe not prioritizing sleep. And so to kind of say, you like, mean the time this- that I won the whole life challenge? That 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 challenge. Why do they have points? (laughs) Chris is really nice. Uh, uh, That that whole life challenge surprisingly changed my life for the rest of my life. You got sober shortly after that. Shortly after that, I've like the way I the way you know my I think about my activity level, my sleep, my my hydration. Matter of fact, one time Sarah took a picture of me from behind. I had a backpack and I had two I had a bottle of water in each side pocket of my backpack and I was holding one and you were like crushing whole life challenge. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, I still think about that all I stuff all the time. I implement that in my life all the time. I do I did have to kind of fix the idea of like food being ba- like bad yeah i like, said that be- i even said it in my description like it's all the bad things yeah what yeah well because i i can turn it into an enemy i mean i'm an i'm a drunk i'm an alcoholic right so like i can just then i won't eat you know i'll show i'll show me and that <laughs> wasn't you know i got i got way down in weight way down yeah. in weight and that that wasn't that was scary that well, wasn't weight got lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um i'll say this though when when the first time we did the whole life challenge there were so many of us doing it i think there were like 30 or 40 or 50 people doing it and when i would host shows during like a monday night which is rare because like the start to a week and just like six hours of improv is a lot and um and so like when i would host shows i would look out and just looking at people's like skin on their face, I could tell the people that were doing the whole life challenge because they were like fucking glowing. <laughs> from, from drinking all the water, I was like, oh yeah, Sarah looking like she's like, she's like a fucking spotlight. I'm looking at Chris over there. It's fucking amazing. Like, see through <laughs> these people. And then there, I, had, I had a soft moment too where I was like, oh, are we creating like like a warrior class at the theater? <laughs> where like it's these like 50 people who are going to, be like strong as hell no this is great i love that i mean just the fact that we could all like bond together and support each other in like some healthy living was like really and you know what i'm I'm gonna jump in here about with where how this relates to chris and i and i've never said this out loud to anybody else but to him (gasps) um well i always want the best for him right that's important to me that he's that he's doing well and i always say and i use the whole life challenge as an example when Chris turns it on, Gorbus is he, slugging a Gore's light as Alvarado says it. Yeah, very funny, very very funny. Um, <laughs> but I always tell him when he when he decides to go after it, be, be it mental health, physical health, whatever. There's nobody better. I mean, he just goes and like, and so I always want that for him. I don't want I don't want to push that on him, but I always I always I remind him pretty often. I always say nobody's better yeah. than you, Doug, when you turn it on. Just a, just yeah, a it's gentle like, it's almost reminder. As, yeah, it's almost as though like you know, if if I find something that has rewards, I'll like do it a bunch and like get addicted to it, regardless of if it's like good or bad for me. So you know, <laughs> that's super healthy. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I wonder. Um... It was making me think too, if there's a certain, there's definitely a lot that's very special about your bond, but I wonder, again, I keep on wanting to be like male friendships versus female friendships. Like, 
do you think that we do that in our friendship, Sarah and Natasha? Like, I don't know. I think there's like a, what is, sorry, what is that? I don't know. I'm I'm trying, I'm sorry. I'm trying so hard to articulate this idea (laughs) out loud and it's really hard. (laughs) You mean like motivate each other? Yeah, maybe like 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 motivate each other. Champion, champion each other. Champion. I don't know. Like, I don't know that we, I mean, I don't know that we're like, I don't know if I'm like Natasha dog, like you got this, like you can really like, like we'll like send each other pictures of our dinner and be like, that looks so good. Like you did such a great job, like cooking. Yeah. I think I totally think we do that. We do definitely support. I definitely don't think that's like a gendered thing. Like I think I definitely feel like a goal oriented sort of like motivation. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, sorry, please. I feel like an example of that. So such a small thing, but Today we were chatting and I was like, oh, it's so hot outside. And I was like, Chelsea, you should go to the beach. (laughs) And when I said that, I was like, I know that Chelsea's happy at the beach. Maybe she doesn't know that it's hot outside. I'm going to tell her that it's hot outside so that she does something good for herself today. I did that. I didn't know it was hot outside because I was still lying in my bed. And you know what I did today? Went to the beach. Yeah. Wow. That's a a great example. Also, I think you three know this uh, but i'm like i'm a very sensitive person like i'm no, very that was gorbos by the way i think you're sensitive too gorbos <laughs> listen we get it you no. you're you love gorbos i'm in love with but, gorbos <laughs> but i just feel that i feel like he gets a lot of the harsh stuff sometimes and we just need to need gorbos to know that very true love him too. thank you yeah but he's also because he's also a little harsh <laughs> pretty harsh guys we're really going back and forth it's, it's a real that polish edge of, it's just a polish a edge match of making me feel good about myself and bad about myself so this is real <laughs> real great so, all, so all i'm saying all i'm saying is yeah i'm just saying i could imagine chris i mean he chris has a lot of good friends a lot of people love him he's very easy to love but i could imagine that not every person in his life or not every one of his male buddies is telling him like Hey, I just want to let you know, like, I'm thinking about you. I'm kind of, I'm rooting for you. I want you to fucking, you know, uh, if you're down, wow, I want to help you. fuck you guys. <laughs> People reach out to me all the time. <laughs> but joking, like, man. maybe a lot of, a lot of your guy friends, maybe just, just conjecture is, or we'll also be like, I mean, hey, let's all get together and drink. Instead of making a statement. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, ask me to be, like, probably like a lot of your friends are like not calling you. When you could say like, hey, are your friends calling you? And then we could get to the answer without hurting my feelings. <laughs> sensitive. Well, Very I do kind sensitive. Of think like there are friendships where it's like beneficial to that friendship to keep bad habits. And then there are friendships where it's beneficial to have good habits. Like if you're drinking buddies with someone, you don't want them to stop drinking because then you don't have your drinking buddy anymore. Like, I feel like I have definitely experienced friendships like that. I've seen that on reality TV. I've watched it hours and hours (laughs) on Vanderpump Rules. (laughs) Uh, So I think like, I think that plays a role also. Um, yeah. yeah, Chris and I are like Tom Tom, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank what you. Is Tom Tom? Of course. Oh What's Tom Tom? It's a <laughs> restaurant. Vanderpump Rules thing? Yes, yeah. it's two guys named Tom that own a restaurant. It's uh, You guys are Tom Tom. Alvarado, have you watched the whole, like, have you watched all, all of it? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Can you please rest real quick and mute myself while you talk about this <laughs> show that means nothing to me? I'll be right back. <laughs> 
there's your there's your sensitive boy Chelsea there's your sensitive boy I feel like it's make this is making me seem like I'm like secretly in love with Corbos like you're bringing this upon yourself Chelsea I don't know I I just continue to talk wait but if you were on a podcast wouldn't you want to hear like oh my god when I first met you I had a big crush on you yeah I would would die to hear that yeah that's That's not in that's not in question right now I used (laughs) I used to always like hope to read that in my yearbook <laughs> like, hey, I've secretly always had a crush on you. Yeah. No one ever wrote it. No one's ever said that to me. Me neither. I've heard that a lot. I was gonna <laughs> say <laughs> I wonder if Gorbos has heard it a lot though. Maybe not. That's the thing. I just felt like maybe Gorbos needed to hear it. I bet a lot of people have a crush on Gorbos. Wait, so you said that at the beginning as like a form of pity? Like no, you were like, no. I feel like he doesn't hear this a lot, like. Let's like make him feel good about himself. He's coming in with his hunk, Chris Alvarado. Let's make sure that people don't like, let's keep the noose off his neck for another day. Chelsea fell down. She's out. No. Wow. No. <laughs> I said it because I thought it would be nice. It's just would, I, I would know. I would love to hear that. So I feel like if I have it in my heart, I should share it. Wait, Chris Gorbos, have a lot of people told you that they secretly have a crush on you or have had a crush on you? I mean, I think enough people have told me that. I don't know. Like, I don't know what you're using vague terms like a lot. Well, like me and Chelsea and (laughs) me and Chelsea and Natasha are saying no one's ever told us that. (laughs) No one ever? No one's ever told you that? No. No. And then Chris Alvarado was saying, yeah, he's heard it before. A lot. I mean, I've heard it. I've heard it a couple times, but I mean, That's I wouldn't great. say a lot. Wow. See, Chelsea, I mean, you didn't I'm, even have I'm also now gauging my answer to make everyone feel good. <laughs> but it wasn't a pity thing anyway, so. Anyway, where do you guys see the future of your friendship? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I don't know. I think it's a bright future. I think, they, I think that surfing has really renewed our friendship in a really strong way. Dude, today we were, in, we were out there. We've never laughed harder. We were like scream laughing in the waves like... Like there was like there was a moment where I feel like the people around us were like, they're they're like too loud for the ocean. Like that's <laughs> like a a vast expanse. Like that's like the most space you can have. And we were like scream laughing. Oh, that's so beautiful. The, the other day it was me, Chris, and Lloyd Alquist. A lot of people know Lloyd, another one of the owners, great friend of he's epic. Of, uh, he's, he's epic, epic, Lloyd. epic Lloyd. Um, we us three went out to surf, and there were just no waves. There were just no waves. And we sat, we sat, we sat. So we made up a game. The rules of the game aren't that important. But what ended up being is three men splashing around, trying to like catch these little, like we turn it into this point system and it was a blast. And I love that. Nobody's surfing big time waves. We're just being silly together and it just feels nice. Uh, I'll also say the thing that I think has kept our relationship going is that I think that we are both, considerate of each other's feelings in a way that I think is different than a lot of male friendships that I have. Like, I think that like, you know, uh, I'll say this with with a little bit of, you know, um, pride in my voice. However, like I, like I thought Chris would be really fun to go surfing with. And I had to like encourage him a little bit to go out for the first time again. I was like, don't worry, I'm going to take care of you. It's going to be great. We're going to have so much fun. And from the first time we went to two weeks later, he had spent like a thousand dollars on surfing equipment. <laughs> so like, so like, I, I think that like, I'm encouraging. I also think that 
there's a certain attitude. You can't see this um, if you're listening to this. But when Chris Alvarado walks up to you and his one shoulder is up higher than the other and he walks in like this, and you see this where he's like, hey, man, let me, let me just talk to you for a second. And he comes in and he'll like, he'll tell you something like super encouraging, like, you know, what he said earlier about like, oh, when you're on it, nobody does it better than you, like things like that. But it'll be like a small, like, he used to come, he used to teach on Tuesdays and the mic was happening at the time when his class was out. And, you know, I did the mic because I was bartending. And I'd be constantly trying new jokes. And he would always, like, encourage me in both general and specific ways. Mm -hmm. And I think that part of the good thing of having a good friend is having people who are both, like, not only looking out for you, but enthusiastic about the things that you're doing. And I think that he's always been like that. Yeah. So beautiful. And and you know what? And this surfing thing, we won't keep talking about surfing. I know it's kind of boring to some people. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have gone with anybody else but Chris, to be honest. Okay. I was very, very. You wouldn't have. I was scared. What about Natasha? Probably not. No, don't no, trust me. Don't um, trust me in the. I mean, ocean. it's my my own crippling anxiety <laughs> I'm dealing with, and so when he and he also knows those words to say to me, "I'll take care of you." We'll go slow, and like I did not want to go necessarily. I really, I wasn't like I've been did trying. Did you? To, I, yeah. Did you like not want to be bad at it? Um. I think I knew I'd be bad. I think I was just afraid. And I'm always, my, my brain is always, I'm always screaming in my head. It's always anxiety going through a million things. Who will be there? How will I look? What will this, you know, all these things. But I trust when he said, I'll take care of you. And he did. It was, it was so, it was such a great experience. And I wasn't doing anything great. It was my first time out there, but because Chris led the way, I mean, I think that day we walked from his house. When I got to his house, he made me a coffee. It was re- it was ready for me. He let me borrow his his wetsuit stuff, his board. Aww. Really did it. it. I don't. I mean, listen. I'm 41 years old. I don't know how many new friends, close friends, I'll make in my life. I don't know. Maybe a lot. But right now, Chris is very. He's always been very consistent. And like, it's nice that at this age, I can feel taken care of when I should be a man or grown, and I feel like a baby boy. He's got me. He's got me. Very true. So sweet. So it seems like you guys kind of both have this mutual, like, acknowledgement that you'll support each other and that you'll be supported by each other in, like, the ways that you need it. Had Chris Corbos, like, was there a reason that you thought, like, yes, I'll go with him. He will support me in this. Like, had you been supported by him similarly in the past, or was well, it just? I, I like to. I I literally think of my relationship with Chris as like I, I just want to go with people that I like. Like I think like, you know, we've got a whole crew that goes. Like we've got about like fifteen people, all socially distant. But like you know, at any on any given day, like four or five of us will go, and I I think that like having Chris there is just we have such a fun shorthand that I I just like, I like being around him and I like that shorthand. It's very much like an Aaron Sorkin. Like we're constantly kind of like walking and talking and not, you know, like rolling bits, ongoing bits, like things like just, it's a, a lively conversation and that's more fun than 
you, you, you know, have to understand. We sometimes sometimes we'll catch the same wave because I'm a jerk and I don't really know better. I should probably stay off. But we'll be on the same wave, and Chris will look at me. I'll go, you know, she'll scream. We'll talk on the waves, you know, back and <laughs> yeah. forth on the surf, and it's the best. And it's the it's one the of the first things. One one of the first things we caught. I screamed, "You're my best friend," or something. <laughs> yeah. or, oh, and then the other time I screamed, "You're a lion," yeah. and that made you laugh real hard. It's like it's the goal yeah. is to like make him laugh real hard. You know, you know, and I, I I know we don't have too much more time. You might have another question or two, but I. I do want to say something that I just thought about right wow, now. Wow, hold on. What a great way to like cut it short, by the way. Like, <laughs> like what a great way of like, I'm gonna let you go on a phone call. Like, no, that's my that's my anxiety. That's me being worried I'm cool, taking up cool, too cool, much cool, time. Cool. So I'm just um I think and I, I don't know how much like science there is about this actually existing, but Chris and I are also both kind of alphas, which is interesting. Yeah, and that is interesting that you, you know don't like try to one up each other. No, we, we, we I, I mean, we don't, but it's, I think, I mean, we're Yo, game different. respect game dog, <laughs> <laughs> but I've never considered that until this very moment that we are kind of that. I mean, whatever that means. Yeah. No, <laughs> but, you're, you're both strong personalities and yeah, you don't yeah. really like bend to fit into someone else's mold. You That's are right. your own molds. You feel like honestly, the thing that we laughed about today on the waves, like we will joke about for the next five years, <laughs> and to explain it would I I can't explain it, but like That's it was funny. such a great fit, like like we were like scream like scream laughing. I was like, I was in trouble. Laughing. I was in trouble. I was hurting so badly, and I was I was very aware. I go I haven't laughed like this in three years. I mean, like from my yeah, it was really guts. huge. <laughs> it was really huge Sarah, it was like there was a moment where we were gonna poop it was great and that's especially amazing that. like during covid times it can feel really lonely yeah. those laugh those laughing moments can be like really healing i feel like i need one i need one of those i feel like i've laughed a lot on this episode it's nice yeah. to have to have you guys here talking to us we need to uh do podcasts in order so that we can hang out. <laughs> That's right. Well, Gorbos did. We did have ramen recently. That's we true. did have ramen. And uh, Sarah, thank you so much for buying my dinner. That was very You're welcome. That was really awesome. Well, maybe we yeah. can hang out another time or <laughs> not. And that's fine. Busy. We like, actually just totally fine. I mean, like, you yeah, know, you're ankles true. full up over I, here, but like, I mean, we'll so am I. It's, <laughs> let's make a commitment to try to hang out. Yeah. We'll Vision has asked you try. on this podcast that we could tell you but that we have secret crushes on you and ask you to hang out. <laughs> fun, that's fun, in the fun, future. Fun. What do you think of ramen? Do you like junior ramen, by the way? Do yeah. I like junior ramen? Ramen, yeah. yeah. Did you like okay, it? Did you see Oputo closed in Santa Monica? That was the best. I never went. No, Pudo I never went. On second. It was, all right. Sorry, we can talk, <laughs> anyway. we'll talk about it on the Robin <laughs> But um, yeah, thank you guys so much for being here. And I, if it wasn't already obvious, I feel like the pieces of your friendship that where you support each other, that is really clear in the West Side Comedy Theater. And it may, has made us really much closer, like the three of us. And I feel really like you guys are really supportive and wow. um, friendly and warm. So I really appreciate that. We all really appreciate that you came on to the pod today yeah well, thanks we both we talk about you guys a lot and how much we love you guys and you. love everyone at the west side comedy theater and uh and miss everyone so much and i think we're gonna come back yeah vaccine's great. coming i think we'll be back by april and we're gonna be in good shape to open 
Awesome. Oh, I'm really excited. You heard it here first, guys. I know. I know. Wow, that's bold. Well, can you guys please pitch yourselves and tell us where we can find you in core and maybe (laughs) beyond? Okay, Okay, I'm a great guy. (laughs) Uh, Wait, what is it? 21 through 28? Either Lifeguard Tower 21 or Lifeguard Tower 28 in Santa Monica. Sometimes I'm down by the pier, usually 7.30 a.m. to about 9.30 a.m. And then I'm just kind of like in my apartment, like watching West Wing and putting things on Twitter. So at Chris Gorbos uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Great. (laughs) That Uh, last one was Facebook. (laughs) I don't really, I don't do, I don't have much stuff at Chris Alvarado on Instagram. Um, (laughs) You have a beautiful website. I was on there the other day. You do? I want to go on it. Thanks. So that's, yeah, that's Chris-Alvarado.com where there's like, you know, the actory stuff, but there's also a workshop page there where I, I do two workshops a week, every Tuesday and Friday. And it's mainly West Side people. Um, and it's been a really, really fun time. If anybody listens and does improv or wants to try improv, go to my website. That's chris-operato.com. <laughs> and can, um, I say something about his, can I say something about his teaching of improv? Yeah. Is that, you know, we, how long have you taught at the West Side? Seven years, six years? Yeah. Of all of our uh, instructors, Chris is one of the highest rated because we do like, you know, reviews of teachers, the highest rated and also his classes fill up the best. So this workshop that he teaches is phenomenal. I've never taken it, but Chris told me that it's great. So like, I'm here to tell you, like, (laughs) get on board. People love learning how to do themselves. Yeah. I do. Well, it's, yeah, it's called do you take care of yourself. I do want to say one last thing. I have one little tiny snippet on like those saved stories on Instagram. So that's at Chris Alvarado of a couple of scenes of Chris and I doing nice Chris in case your listeners want to see us in action. Yeah. Oh, that's Perfect. great. Thank Otherwise, maybe come to the West Side Comedy Theater next year. Yeah. yeah so Definitely next year. Don't go now. <laughs> next year. Not go now. <laughs> you can go. You can see it. It's just an empty room. There have been several, I have to go there like a few times a week, right? Just to like do bills and like keep the place going. And there have been several times where I've come out of the theater at like three o'clock in the afternoon and like someone like a Natasha or a Sarah or a Chelsea is just standing there looking at it. fucking adorable thing in the world it makes me so happy like a community member like you guys are just like out there and when i open the door they're like and then uh, i invite them in to look at an empty room all right that's all i got someone standing and staring forlornly oh my god so cute well thanks everyone for listening if you want to follow us you can at the nosh podcast on instagram and twitter you can send us an email if you want you know not yet hasn't happened yet but we're checking it every day <laughs> uh, nosh podcast at gmail.com um, and otherwise we will see you guys in the group chat you can always count on me Say hello to the people who care. Nothing's better than friends. The Nosh Podcast.